Well, welcome everyone to the Point Nine podcast. Point Nine is not just the amount of time it took for Damian Lillard to sink that shot over Chandler Parsons to take us further into a playoff run than we've ever been before, but it's also the percentage of people that knew that the Chicago Sky won the WNBA championship. Did they really? I am. <laughs> I, I'll be your host this evening. I'm Tomcat. I'm the storyteller. I'm the nostalgic one. But with me always, we have Brady, the opinionated, passionate one. Brady, how are you feeling tonight? Are you excited for this episode? I am excited, but I am also feeling a little cruddy. Been sick the past couple of days. So if I sneeze, I will yell Kelly Clarkson. Deal. That's good to know. Thank you so much for communicating that so we know what to expect. Owen, with me always, the stat man. Owen, please give us a statistic. Oh, man. Uh, all right, I got one. Uh, 70% of the dust in the home is from human skin. So there's that one for you. <laughs> wow. Just powerful as always, changing lives. Thank you so much. One um, Swiffer at a time. One Swiffer at a time. Um, but tonight is a, is a super, super exciting um, episode. We have a really special guest. All the way from Indiana, we have the big dog, Luke Zanstrom. My friend, Luke, how you doing tonight, buddy? Hoosier man is here. I'm so excited. Cannot wait to uh, talk to the Chicago Bulls tonight. Dude, I, I, I'm super, super excited. My man, Luke, I've, I've known Luke for a little bit. I actually met him in uh, California when I moved down here, and uh, he was kind of the only non-Laker fan, and so we instantly became friends very fast. <laughs> um, so obviously quickly just fell in love with him and his basketball perspective, and so I'm so excited to um, discuss his favorite team, the Chicago Bulls. And um, so without further ado, let's just jump right into our topic let's this evening. Um, so, so Luke, um, kind of tell us a little bit about, about you. You know, uh, you're, you're from Indiana. You were born and raised in Indiana. How did, how did that happen with uh, being a – you're an all-Chicago teams fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulls, Bears, Cubs, Blackhawks, Sky. Love the <laughs> Luke, Luke, Luke is the fourteen percent. Yeah, the one percent. Yeah, maybe the one percent that funds their <laughs> their league. <laughs> there was a quick note on that. Um, there was a uh, an article in the newspaper, and the question was: Would you rather find? Uh, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Would you Don't rather find five dollars? <laughs> Or have the Chicago Sky win the championship? And like 97% of people picked $5. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, like everybody was talking about it. It was was so funny. Including half of their coaching staff. (laughs) Dennis Parker probably was like, yeah, give me five. That's half of their salary, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Oh, that's. A game. Um, but yeah, so I live in uh, Northwest Indiana. So for those of you who don't understand Indiana, Indiana is like a big rectangle and in the top left corner, if you're looking at it from space, um, we're actually in, um, the Midwest region. And so, um, we are a part of Chicago. So if you drive an hour straight East, it'll be a different time zone. So it's actually like 10, 
um, for them. It's nine twenty four for me. So growing up, um, you know, the Pacers, um, the Colts, like that was never a thing. It was always just Chicago because we're like – I'm 30 minutes away from Chicago, you know? So it was, it was always like we lived in Chicago. Um, yeah. So yeah. Grew you up know, that makes, right outside. that makes sense. So did, did you ever catch flack? Did you have any family members that were Indiana or was it all just Chicago? All Chicago. So, oh, good. um, yeah, no, I mean, and, and it's hard. I mean, the Pacers suck. Um, suck <laughs> as an organization. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not so, wrong. Tell us how so you it, feel. So yeah. With like, no one would ever be proud to be an Indiana Pacers fan, you know, like the greatest thing they ever had was Reggie Miller in the malice of like, the palace. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that's, that's all they got. And so <laughs> it was always like, you're, you're like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't like sports, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, so Luke, yeah. Go for it. Did you know that like some of the greatest players in the NBA history played, uh, are, like uh, uh yeah, Larry, Larry Bird, Bird, my favorite player of all time. Sean Kemp. How how Sean Kemp? Yes. Uh, the Plumley Trio. Yep. Uh, greatest of all times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Duke Trio. The Ball and, Brothers wish they, and wish they could be like them. And the big yeah. bad band down under in uh, Portland, Cody Zeller. Yep. Ew, bro, you're you. you're the reason. Yeah. Oh gosh, Cody Zeller, dude. That was they were ranked number one was when he was uh, at Indiana. We Bro, yeah, out. they had Olin Depot. Dude, that yeah. team was raw. Dude, yeah. I wish I Gordon could break Ol- his nose again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tough, dude. Um, so anyway, growing up, you're big Chicago Bulls fan, and um, so what does that look like? Like, yeah. how how has it been? Um, walk us through even just like. How did you fall in love with basketball? What did that look like? How did you get introduced? Was like, is your family just always been Bulls fans? So you just grew up in the crimson red. Like, what is what does that look like? Yeah, um, I think to start to start it really off um, when uh, when the Clippers were playing, I don't know. I think it was the Warriors, and KD was still on the team, and they were talking about like Patrick Beverly and. Kevin Durant was like, man, he's just from Chicago. Like, he just has that grit. He has that chip on his shoulder always. Um, and that's like Chicago. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Chicago. I don't know how many statistics you know in Chicago. It's not that great of a city. Um, crime yeah. rate is, like, unbelievably high. Um, it's pretty just – it's, like, not an ideal place to live. Weather's crappy. Um, you know, in the winter, it's, like, 33 and sleet. In the summer, it's 97 and a thousand percent humidity. So, like, (laughs) I heard it's it's, windy there too. Yeah, windy city, right? Yeah, I heard that. And so, uh, (laughs) the only thing we got going for us is a good skyline. Um, But, like, other than that, like, it's not a great sit, like, it's just not a great area to live. And so, like, I feel like the people here just have, like, that grit, that grind of, like, Hmm. We love sports because we don't really have anything better to do with our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, like a prime example, like growing up, one of my favorite players was Brian Erlacher. And, yeah, that's so, And, and uh, I know we're talking NBA, but, like, quick, i just been thinking about it. He always wore short sleeves. Like, he always was sleeveless, no matter how cold it was. Um, he had that barbed wire. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. So like Chicago is just all about the, the grind and like um, the, the grit and, and loving like the hardworking players. Yeah. And so that, that's what attracted you to oh, the Bulls? Yeah. Or... Oh, yeah. 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 So growing up, my dad was a Bulls fan. I mean, he grew up uh, – so I was born in 1997. So literally the worst year for a Bulls fan to be born. Um, I, was, I, yeah. I, I was there for one championship of MJ's. But, I mean, come, growing up, it was like we had MJ. Like we had, we had six yeah. rings, um, the greatest dynasty in sports almost ever, you know, in, in Chicago, that was everything. Michael Jordan was, um, black Jesus. Like it really, like that's who he was. <laughs> no, I mean, I, Hey, um, he's not wrong, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, like yeah. that's realistically, like we idolized the man. Um, you know, he represented Chicago such in such a beautiful way of we're like hardworking people. We, we get our hands dirty. Um, and so. And gamble. I, yeah. And gamble. Yeah. Smoke and, tons uh, of cigars. Yeah. And play tons of cards and, in golf. And suck at golf, but still play. Yeah. Charles um, Barkley. <laughs> um, and so it was uh, just growing up, like it was, it was, a, it was a, you know, it was something to do. And then um, I grew up, my class was pretty athletic. And so um, Lord, the Lord definitely blessed me with a little bit of athleticism. Um, and so, I mean, growing up, I played basketball probably – uh, I mean, 200 and probably 300 days out of the year, wind, snow, rain. I was always outside. Uh, my friends can attest to that. I, I mean, I played basketball probably more than most people growing up. Um, like it was just my favorite thing to do. I mean, I loved all sports. I played all sports, but basketball was like my thing. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, just like, basketball was it for me like that was I was gonna go pro one day you know yeah yeah no that that makes total sense and so you know obviously kind of growing up in the post Michael Jordan Bulls era um and and kind of ignoring kind of the season right now in the last like year or two but like how has it been being a Bulls fan through that through that time yeah um so growing up um so after we lost MJ, uh, I mean, obviously we all know, like we, we struggled for like six years. Um, you had two coach. We, yeah, we had two coach. We had uh, like Eddie Curry, Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. Like we had. Um, and one of my favorite players, Tyson Chandler, bro. Tyson Chandler. We drafted him. Yeah. Just like Ben Gordon. Ben Gordon. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Luel Dang. Um, Luel Dang. Um, like we just had an interesting cast. Yeah. Um, and so like, I was just thinking, I'm like, I think 2005 was the first, like, like the, the earliest I can remember. Um, but that was like Andres Nocioni, Andres Nocioni and oh, Kirk Heinrich, Lou Aldang. Yeah. Um, did you have Mike Dunleavy back then? Mike Dunley. Uh, no, not yet. I'm um, pretty sure. Chris I'm pretty Duhon. sure I'm pretty sure they had Ben Wallace too. Duhon. That was like a year uh, that after was you later. Were... It was 2007, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. It like was it. a little bit later because he won in 04 with 04, the Pistons. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'm honestly shocked I just said that. I, I felt really cool because that was coming to my mind. Like, <laughs> that was great. Like I know, like I know a bunch of stuff. That was just lucky. Do you um, want to be our new stat guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. 
um, but it was, um, yeah, growing up, like it was sweet. Um, the Bulls were never great, but they always had like fun players to watch. That's true. Um, it was oh, like we never sucked, which was nice. Um, the Cubs sucked. Um, the Bears were very hit or miss. Um, Bro, the, the Bears Hawks. have sucked for so long. Like. I, we, I don't want to talk about it. Really, <laughs> different podcast. Different podcast. Yeah. Um, but like the Chicago Bulls, like it was, it was amazing. Like I loved being a Bulls fan. I loved that we didn't have, um, like we didn't have a good team, but yet we, oh, I felt like it was always fun to watch. Like I love, like Ben Gordon. I mean, I, I legitimately can imagine him playing, like taking two dribbles, pull up jumper, pulling it every time. Like that was just who he was. And um, like it was just yeah. it was it was fun. Like it was it was a lot of fun being a Bulls fan, um, and yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed being a Bulls fan. It was it was fun. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I totally get that. I think you're right, man. I, like the Bulls, dude. Like they have never been like the laughing stock of the league. Yeah. They've stayed they've been mediocre for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um and so so in that, you know, you said you started really loving the Bulls or what you say, two thousand five? Uh yeah, two thousand four, two thousand five probably. Um and so take take us through like tell tell us some of your like favorite memories. Like what are your highest memories of you know, of your, of your team. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know what you guys grew up with, but we weren't a big TV or computer family. Um, mm. like we had it, but like we, I, like I always played sports, um, until, um, like the bulls came on and then, um, we had a little like legitimately 12 by 12 inch screen TV in my living room that I would sit, three feet away from <laughs> yeah <laughs> and watch watch um i don't know see what was it called cbs yeah wgn 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 <laughs> for sure yeah um, so it was we like got that sitting... channel here in portland too no joke <laughs> no joke hilarious. um so like you know sitting as close as i can without my mom yelling at me um, to back away from the TV, but that yeah. was, that was like, Oh, it was, it was incredible. Like that was yeah. the best coming home from school. Um, you know, it's freezing, it's cold. I just played basketball for a couple hours and I'd come inside and, and just watch the NBA. And, um, there were a couple of times. Um, so I would say my, my family was pretty middle class. Um, we were never like super rich, but we were never super poor. Um, and so like we went to games, but we usually sat nosebleeds. Yeah. yeah, um, Of course. And so we'd sit, sit nosebleeds and actually probably, I mean, one of the greatest memories I've ever had, I think it was the Oh six Oh seven or Oh seven Oh eight. No, it was Oh yeah. Cause it was before joking Noah. So it had to be Oh five Oh six. Yeah. Um, we sat nosebleeds, um, a, a bunch of people from my church, we'd buy tickets. And so we'd go in the nosebleeds would have a fun old time. Yeah. My brother's best friend was amazingly rich. Got us, got courtside seats. <laughs> and so cool, I went, to, you went courtside. I got to sit courtside for That's a quarter. That's the dream. For a quarter. For a, quarter? For a full quarter. 
That's still. Awesome. It was unreal. I remember uh, Luol Deng. Uh, he was bringing the ball down um, left side, bringing it down, step back three. Um, and I was like a good Christian kid, grew up in a good Christian family. We didn't cuss. In that, like, 16 minutes, I've never heard so much cussing in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, these guys are just F this, F that. Like, just you, dropping words I've never heard of. You um, obviously and, never played Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, dude, was P, I was a PS guy. PS3 for sure. So many people um, grew up not playing in those Call of Duty lobbies in that show. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, we don't have to get into Modern Warfare, but um, yeah, I remember. Uh, Please, let's not do that. Um, Luol Deng, he shot and got fouled. And he goes, I remember this, I'll never forget. He goes, man, ref, if I was white, my skin would be so red right now. I was was laughing so hard. I'm like, he just made a white joke. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know why. I just like always remembered that. But it was was just a dream. It was amazing. I mean, Luol Deng uh, inbounded the ball right in front of me. And he's 6'9" you know, 220, 20, 230, whatever. And he's just huge. Like you're like, they're just abnormally huge yeah. humans. And so it was just like, Oh my gosh. Like I pretend to be you at my house and you're standing a foot away from me. Yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah. It was yeah. sweet. Um, so like that, that's probably a highlight of mine. Um, I mean, again, like the Bulls were never that good. We usually, like, if we made it to the playoffs, we'd lose in the first round. Yeah. Um, and that was that was the Bulls until um, until 2008. Um, 2008 was was really, I think, the turn. The um, emergence. It was like we we got like random players. Like we had uh, Drew Gooden. Uh, we had Larry Hughes. Um, who I loved him on the Cavs. I don't know why he wasn't ever that good. But I loved him. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had uh, uh, Tablo Cephalosha. He was a rookie. Dude. Um, who he was, he was supposed to be like a solid guy. Um, supposed to be. Supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Tyrus Thomas. Defense. Tyrus Thomas, who was supposed to be like the the first Kevin Durant. Like it was like this guy's gonna be a scorer defense like he's got he was like the full package six foot nine like 215 like the dude was like it and i was like this is lit like we got like we got it and then we you're, got you're welcome by the way yeah thank you for that yep. yeah you're welcome I for know. tyrus thomas yeah let's let's just take a moment and like from a blaze from from blazer fans to a bulls fan yeah thank How, you for lamarcus aldridge yeah 100 percent, dude yeah. Actually, I was kind of looking through your draft picks, and I kind of was like, "Oh wow!" Like, you drafted some of like our like uh, like some of our favorite Blazers. So yeah. like, yeah. thank you from the bottom of our heart for yeah. Lamarcus. Thank yeah. you for drafting Nurk Nurkic. Yeah. Yep. Also, thank you for drafting Tony Snell. I God, I Tony hate Snell. you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and hey, you're welcome for we traded you Omer Ashik. So you're welcome. Uh, Seek, I love you. You're him, welcome. Man. Bro, yeah. How does it feel to get finessed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Lamarcus Aldridge for Tyrus Thomas is one of the most like lopsided trades ever. <laughs> Again, yeah. this is com- these are coming from three Blazer fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadness yeah. of Greg Odin. Yeah. Sitting on our shoulders. But, so we're gonna take advantage of but, 
he knows how like Derek Rose and Greg Oden are very similar. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, don't 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 that's not that's not the same. That's not they're not even the same category. (laughs) I got a question. They're so in the same category. How are they? Because Greg Greg Oden could have been one of the Oh, in that yeah, yeah. Okay, the biggest what ifs. Yes. 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 Okay. I thought you meant in like talent wise of like D-Rose well, dude, Greg Oden coming stuff. out of college was literally the best player in the nation, and it wasn't close. He was – I mean, he – I remember watching that Ohio State-Florida game, um, and it was like – it was. It reminded me of um, Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson. Mm. Uh, it was like Joe Keem, Corey Brewer, Al Harford, um, and they had one, one more guy who all, like, made it to the NBA and did, like, halfway decent. Tim Tebow. Um, and Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Hernandez, yeah. Oh, um, rest in peace. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> um, oh, Jason. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, but uh, it was like Greg Oden and uh, who is that? that? Like the the white dude. Um, Aaron something. Anyway, it doesn't Baines. really matter. Yep, Aaron, Aaron no. Baines. <laughs> no. No, it was the kid for Ohio Kraft. State. He was a, Aaron Kraft. Kraft, their Aaron point Kraft, guard. Dude. He was um, trash. He was good at Ohio what State. You, he was good at Ohio State. What do you mean? Sure. Be good sure. at Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Cool. <laughs> Neat. Um, but it was like Greg Oden versus five NBA future NBA players. And yeah. It was still a good game. Yeah. Um, but like Greg Oden was going to be the like the better in shape Shaq. Like yeah. I remember it was uh, him and him and KD. Yep. And KD was just like six foot 12. A hundred, a hundred and twelve pounds. So no one thought he could yeah. make it. Like he just wasn't big enough. And Greg Oden, like he was gonna be the like, like the LeBron James, bro. Yeah, it really was. Like LeBron had the 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 size to like right away impact in the NBA. Where so did Greg Oden. Like he was yeah. immediately like huge. I think he was seven one. Yeah, something and just like that. built. Yeah. Had like had a good touch, like had the Hakeem. with both hands too. Yeah, yeah. like he was. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing wrong with him besides his lower half. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all three of us know what it's like to like absolutely feel yeah. devastated. Yeah, uh, not only with Greg Oden, but then it happened again with Brandon Roy, who's more yeah. of a comparison to Derrick oh, Rose. Yeah. So why don't yeah. you tell See, us that's... like tell us about like. Derek Rose and how crazy that was to yeah. like have a player of that caliber yeah. on take your it team. From, take yeah, it from the top with drafting, yeah. Yeah. and then kind of bring bring it down um, yeah. to 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 the part uh, where we all cry. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to yeah. talk about the injury first. I want to talk about the rise, like watching yeah. Derek Rose emerge as one of, if yeah. not the best point guard in the league at one point. Because you yeah. were how you were how old when uh, Derrick Rose got drafted? When did he get drafted? Uh, Two thousand eight. Oh eight. Yeah. yeah. I was, so like uh, right around the time I was, was born. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I uh, so yeah. I, um, before I even start about Derrick Rose, Brandon Roy. I mean, we could talk about that man this entire podcast, and I'd be okay with it. We've already thank, done that I, next episode. And, I, thank I you for Brandon that. Roy. Res- respect. I, I love like Brandon Roy. On any sports team, I would pick him up. Like he was, he was always my shooting guard. Um, I don't know why I liked him. I just love like that shot. Like we all know the shot. But like anyway, sorry. 
Um, no, so thank you for that. Don't ever, don't ever apologize it's, for praising it's, Brandon Roy. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air to hear someone who isn't a Portland fan bring him up. You don't hear uh, that very often. I was, I was, I, I forget what the, I think it was like NBA, like it wasn't NBA Street, but it was like a street ball type of a game. And I would always pick him up. Like he was like my guy. Um, and so, I like I just loved Brandon Roy. Everything about him. Um number seven, like I love like the number seven, his shot was so crisp. He like I feel like he was one of the first like long range shooters. Um like he didn't have yeah, I again I could talk about the man. I love Brandon Roy. Like he was awesome. I, I always we love loved, him too. like his highlights were just beautiful. Like I yes. love watching his highlights. He's a natural. Yeah. Yes. Nice. He made it just so cool, like easy. He made the yes. game look so easy. Yes. Um uh but yeah, so Derrick Rose. So, um I mean Memphis. Um I remember watching him a tiny bit in college. Um like I remember uh like he was like this kid from Simeon who's you know born raised Chicago, which again like you love that. You want to see that. Um and so um I like it was it was just incredible. Um, we we draw, we got the number one pick. Um, Joakim Noah picked the ball. Like you can look the the picture of him, um, like picking his number. It was like unreal. Chicago is freaking out. Um, and it was we obviously you don't know it's him or Michael Beasley. And um, thank God Michael, you made the right choice. I know. Dude, <laughs> yeah, for real. Seriously, Michael um, Beasley's nice though. Yeah, not, like, bro, he didn't even make our. He didn't even make us. Okay, but, our summer league team. He's one of the biggest wastes of talents. As far, like his, yeah. his downfall was his own doing. Him yeah, and Selena Gomez's singing career, biggest waste uh, of talents. Like, <laughs> we love you, Selena. Yeah, nice. I do too. This uh, is the way every place underrated. Uh, yeah. Uh, so good. <laughs> All right, let's just talk about Wizards. Okay, let's just pause. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, so we, we drafted him, and it was like, what's going to happen? Um, uh, and he came, and, you know, he didn't have a shot, and it was like, what's, what's going to happen? How is he going to transition into the NBA? Um, and I still remember his first game. We all were, like, sitting down and watching, and, like, first play of the game, um, one of the first plays, he gets the ball and just blows past his defender and just scores. And I remember my dad was like, he just like laughed and was like, it's going to be fun to watch this guy for the next couple of years. Oh, that's rad. And that's it was cool. like, that's Derek Rose of like, yeah. we've never seen an explosive play. I, I, I still think no one's more explosive than um, Derek Rose. I mean, Russell Westbrook is close. But, I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the immediate comparison. Maybe right? they explode I, the backboard because his bricks are so heavy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like, I think it's so funny. Like, and I'm I'm pretty opinionated in my Derrick Rose, but I'm like, like to say like Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, um, like to say those guys are compared to him. Like, I don't even think that's that's even fair. Brandon Roy was never considered an MVP. Greg Oden, like he never did anything in the NBA, uh, in the NBA. Like Derrick Rose did it. Like he brought his team to the playoffs. He was the only solid. All like he he was he was the complete package of like a leader, but he was quiet, but he was humble, but he was confident. Um, he was working on his game. Like he got better every year. Dramatically. Sounds like we're talking about Brandon Roy. 
<laughs> no, I, I feel what you're saying. I totally no, no, but I, no, I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement. Yeah, I, I, I hear. You. Um, I and so it's like, it was, it was like we, like, literally Michael Jordan 2.0. Of he had, sure. like, he, he had didn't even all. like the dude didn't need to shoot. He was six one, six three. I don't know. He was a pure two. slasher. But he just could like no one could guard him one on one. Like sure, LeBron crazy. couldn't stop him. Kobe couldn't stop him. Like the best defenders in the league couldn't stop him, and it was like he's 19 years old. He's 20 years old. What yeah. is going on? Um, what's going to happen? And um, with adding like Taj Gibson, with adding Joe Noah, getting um, Carlos Boozer, um, Boozer. I know he was. He no, I no, I don't like him. Oh, I can't. I, I never liked Boozer. Carlos Boozer is one of Brady's like most disliked players. Oh, I can. He was never. way better on Utah. Oh yeah, yeah. But we he what we needed him to do is score twenty points a game, and that's what he did. I think he was eighteen, but he, like that he he was a look, look, at the time we my fan again like we're from Chicago like we like the like Joakim Noah, Tosh Gibson type players that just work hard, grind. They don't put up the fancy numbers, but they play defense. You know, Tom Thibodeau loved him. It was like, we're going to be a defensive team. We're going to win 96 to 92. Like, that was the Bulls. Um, and Boozer came in, and it was like, I'm just going to shoot that jumper at the, the next to the free throw line that goes 14 feet in the air. Um, you know, I can still see a, see a shot. And that hairline, remember, he, like, literally spray-painted his head. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, couldn't stand Carlos Boozer. But he was he was a good key. I mean, he was what we needed. Um, but yeah, so you know, two thousand two thousand nine, two thousand ten, it was like we we made the playoffs, but we just weren't experienced enough. Luol Deng was like our veteran player, and he had only taken over the team three years prior. And so it was like the Bulls were were getting better and better every year. And then Derrick Rose MVP season, it was like it was. Everything, it, man. It was it was everything. I mean, I watched. I think I watched every home game. I don't think that I missed was the game. That was 2010, right? 2010, 2011. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk um, to us about that a little bit because you guys went from the previous year. You guys won half of your games to then going 62 and 20, and, yeah. and being best in the Eastern Conference, best, and oh. honestly, just looking real realistically, looking better than anybody else. Yeah. Coming into no, the playoffs, we we didn't have we didn't have a missing piece. You um, had the white mamba. Yeah, seriously, Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, um, baby. Like, we, we we legit. I met him once actually in the airport. Um, was he was he helping everybody take their deaths? <laughs> super yeah, super nice dude. Everybody super nice dude. Like the man. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Um, oh man. I'm super funny. nice. Um, yeah, yeah, super good guy. But yeah, um, but it was like we like we finally made it. Like the Bulls. We're back to the glory. We're back to MJ. We're back to title. Um, yeah. I think we, we beat the Heat three out of four. Um, we Like Derrick Rose, he was unstoppable. Yeah. Um, you know, every game it was how many points is he going to – you know, 25, 45, 43. It just it, – it was how is, how is Derrick Rose going to be better than, than the day before? Um, and I mean, I've, everyone's seen his highlights of like unreal finishes. His floater was yeah. perfect. His mid range was picking up. Like he finally had a three point shot a little bit. He had defense. He had defense. Like 
finally he was feeling it. And like that season was inc- like, we just meshed like Carlos Boozer. Actually, I don't know if he was on the team, but like Joe Kim Noah, um, you know, defensive player of the year contender. Like he was always top two, top three. Um, it was like him and Dwight Howard were like the defensive players. Um, and then Luol Deng was like the guy that could guard LeBron James. Yeah. So it was like, we got, we got a guy yeah. to stop LeBron. Cause that was, that was the big, who's going to stop LeBron. Um, that was the question in 2011. Um, you know, we had, we had everything we needed. Um, and so it was, I mean, legitimately paradise. I mean, they were amazing. I mean, Kyle Corver, yeah. we had him. Um, it was, yeah, we just had what we needed to be. Y- y- y'all had, y'all just loved Damn. white guys that could shoot the three. Yeah, <laughs> like, y'all just had so many white guys. Yeah. You had Kyle Corver, Kirk Heinrich, McDermott. Yeah. Uh, there's probably more that I'm not even thinking about right now. Yeah. Did you have if... uh, Matt Bonner? Uh, that was later. No, I don't think we did actually. What am I thinking of? Matt anyway. Bonner? I don't know, Matt. I, yeah. Anyway, um, keep going. But I don't know if you guys remember um, Ronnie Brewer. Oh, I remember Ronnie Brewer. He was he was just like the like not like I'm I'm not comparing these two, but like he was kind of like Alex Caruso. Where he just comes <laughs> in and make a great play. And yeah. like hustle play. He would like he'd be on the ground. He like Ronnie Brewer, like that was like it was the like the announcer just it was like it was so sweet. Um, he was just like like a Joakim Noah, but a little more athletic, and he couldn't shoot worth anything. But like, <laughs> yeah, he could get he could come in, dunk the ball, get a steal, get a block, and just change the game around in in thirty seconds. It was awesome. Yeah. So do um, you remember who Derrick Rose heard his uh? It was his ACL, right? Yeah. No, it remember? was his whole – it was his entire knee, yeah. Do you remember, Do you remember who, who he heard of? Who they were playing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who were they the playing? Wizards. The Wizards, man. They were actually playing the 76ers. Or the 76ers. It was the 76ers. And then do you remember who he heard himself was... again the next year? Was it the 76ers again? No, no. sir. It was the Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers. I watched that game live. I'll never forget it. That no. that is one of the most sick moments I've ever felt. Like I was yep. like, you root for a guy like Derrick Rose, and when you see oh, him yeah. like, like go down again. Well, I think uh, I think you and I are watching that together, Brady, because you know, like Brady can attest to this because we've known each other for so long. I loved Derrick Rose. Loved like, Derrick Rose. I was I was a that was his fan, boy, but I yeah. loved Derrick Rose. And I'm pretty sure we watched that game together, and like it was this like. You know, because we'd already we've seen it before in in our own you know in in our own jerseys, and so yeah, we were like multiple oh, times. No. <laughs> yeah, like you can tell when some guy goes down. Like you're if you're like, a Blazer yeah. fan, when somebody goes down, you could you could probably diagnose the injury by that. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My guy's got the Greg Oden anointing right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep. no, seriously, it was it was it was horrible. Um, yeah. Like I remember that play against the 76ers, drove to the right, went up to shoot, then went to pass, um, and just landed wrong. I mean, we've all seen it. Oh, I don't know if you guys have, but I've seen oh, it yeah. a thousand times. Oh, yeah. And 
It was and with like Portland. It's the pro hop. Yeah, <laughs> it was like like what just happened? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, like no, like that can't that can't happen. Um, that's not supposed to happen. And as like um, as a thirteen year old, fourteen year old, you're like Derrick Rose was definitely an idol. Was definitely the guy we all wanted to be. He was he was the the player you would create your guy to be like six three shooting guard that could dunk that yeah. had a forty five inch vert. like he was he was the perfect player um, yeah at the time um, and and to see him go down was like Superman like Superman like Superman can't go down like you you can't you can't go down on, on us yeah um, and it was like I remember that that morning. Um, Cause it like went down and it was like, hopefully he can come back. And ho- like the announcer was like, hopefully it's a sprained knee. Hopefully he can come back. And I remember that morning and it was like D- Derek Rose tore his, uh, I think it was his meniscus and ACL. I'm not sure though. Um, but it was like, he's done. Like the, the bulls are, the bulls are, are done. And we were facing a very poor 76ers team and they beat us in six, I think, or seven. Um, and it was like, what just like, what just happened of like we were title contenders yeah home court advantage all the way through and we lost everything um, yeah we had just we had come off like it we we made it i think we made it to the eastern conference finals the prior year and we lost mm-hmm. the heat mm-hmm. um or no maybe the Cavs. But no i think it was the heat no because you made it to the conference finals in 2010 the 2010-11 season you had yeah. 162 games yeah and it was like we like we could beat the heat we beat them three times in the regular season it it was like it was it like we made it and you beat them on christmas day that year i think with that oh. buzzer beater oh yeah luol dang derrick rose drove kicked it out to luol yep that was um, a good game great game those games were always fun to watch. I want to. I want to ask something because we're still on the topic of Derrick Rose and yeah, you know, not obviously not being a Bulls fan. I can still just, I cannot stress enough how uh, frustrating, sad, heartbreaking it was to to watch Derrick Rose go through. You know, not just one, yeah, but but two and and even you know semi third injury that you know a lot of players don't come back from. How yeah. is it now for you, still as a Bulls fan, but more importantly as a Derrick Rose fan, to see kind of how his career has turned out, what he's doing currently in the league now, and how he's been, you know, me, me and Brady talked about it on a previous episode, but how he went off for 50 points while yeah. he's playing for Minnesota, and like yeah. what he's doing now as, as a key player for the Knicks. Like, what is, yeah. how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? Like, because for me personally, I'm, I'm so proud of him. Like, I cannot yeah. even express how happy I am for him. Yeah. No, actually, I hate him. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I literally hate that. <laughs> yeah. I hate the Knicks exactly. can suck it. I wish he wasn't in the league anymore. No, <laughs> um, no, it like I'm, I like I cried when I watched the fifty. Like I, I legitimately watched that game. Um, I I watched the last twenty minutes of it, and I, yep. like he was just crying. And I think like it's so cool to see a guy who he lost everything. Um, Derrick Rose was known for his explosiveness for his first step. No one, no one could beat him. No one could guard him. No one could stop him to, he lost everything, you know, coming back right away. You were just like, dang, like he's not the same. 
Yeah. And you put 99% of people in his shoes, he would have been out of the league in 2015. He would have been Easy. done. Yeah. Um, Easily. Easily. There's, there's no way. Um, and the fact that the dude grinded again, like he's from Chicago, like that's like, don't forget, like the dude works hard. Like he grew up and he had to work hard for everything he did. And like, he, he's not stopping to work hard. Um, honestly, yeah. it frustrates me. I wish the bulls would get him. I think, I think the bulls would need a player like him who can be a guy that can come in score 16, 16 points. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to, or heard of when Derrick Rose comes back to the United Center, they go unreal. MVP. Unreal. Yep. MVP. Yeah. But like everybody just goes crazy. And I'm like, there's, there's never been a player. I think more. Beloved. Be- yeah, exactly. Like from anywhere. Universally. Yes. No one is like, I've never heard someone say, man, I just don't like Derrick Rose. Like he's oh. quiet. He's not cocky. He just works hard. But, like, to see him not only lose his perfected craft, but now re- redefine himself, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it he is, had to, yeah. He changed his whole game, you know. He, literally, he, yeah, he, that's what I was about to say. That He had to redefine how he played basketball in order to stay in the league. And yeah. he has done it, you know, as beautifully as you could possibly, you know, hope for. Obviously, yeah. he's not going to be back to the MVP, Derrick Rose. But, no. like, you know, he's – it's so fun to just watch him play basketball and, and yeah. to have and to see him have fun doing it. Like yeah. see yeah. him enjoy playing in New York. To see him yeah. enjoy, you know like he like he you know and he's still clutch. Like he's still coming yeah. in clutch for his team. Yeah, like he, seriously. he still has that ice water in his veins. Like he it, yeah. it's just it's so I cannot express how awesome it is. It's it's so beautiful. Like it, it really like you're just so proud. And like I can't even say that. Like I'm not his dad or like I'm <laughs> I'm as like sure? I'm a fan. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're just so proud yeah. of a guy who lost everything. And it was like I didn't lose everything. Like I'm gonna work back. Um and again, I again I don't think most players could do what he did. Um and so it's so cool and so beautiful to see him again perfect his craft of hey, I'll come off the bench. Like he just wants to play. Um he doesn't he doesn't care where, he just wants to play. Give me an opportunity. And whether it's five minutes or, or 20 minutes, I'll, I'll put my heart on the line. And I'm like, that's just so cool. Um, but just, yeah, to see him, I, I would love to see him, you know, retire as a bull. I would love to see him in the hall of fame. Um, I don't know the likelihood of it. He will. Um, it's the youngest, it's, youngest MVP. It's hard. That's well, all he's got. That's all he's got. Um, that, yeah, that, that, that's a hot topic. And, and we like, could probably honestly yeah. talk about that forever. We'll be red hot and rolling after this quick break. Okay. Well, here, let's, uh, let me, let me ask you this, man. So Derek Rose is on the Knicks now. Yeah. Fast forward 10 years later after his injury. And now you guys are fighting Derek Rose for a playoff spot. Yeah. So, Last year, the Bulls missed the playoffs. Barely, I think they were like 11th, 10th, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Zach really Levine has been literally unreal. Like his game yeah. has exploded. Yep. Billy Donovan, um, I think he's, I think he's a good coach. We finally got a halfway decent coach. Yeah. Well, the problem, yeah. the problem, like with Tibbs, in my opinion, is Tibbs just overworks people. I think, like in my opinion. 
Tibbs might be the reason Derrick Rose got injured so much. He's always like I think I think I heard a step that's like the past seven seasons or something that Tibbs has been a coach, one of his players leads the league in minutes played. So like he overworks his superstars, but that's yeah. a different topic. Um you got Billy Donovan as your coach. Yeah. Um, you guys drafted Patrick Williams last year. Super, yeah. super good, like young really player. Really good young talent. Yeah. Um, underrated, honestly. Like a lot of yeah. people are like, ooh, not a good pick. And I was like, oh, that's low-key, like really good. Yeah. But then the, this offseason, Chicago explodes. Yeah. You guys, I think I think it was halfway through last year, you guys trade for Vooch, right? Yeah. So you get Vucevic. Um, underrated, you, criminally underrated. Criminally yeah. underrated. You go and you you get Demar Derozan, you get Alex Caruso, and then yeah. to put all the pieces together, you go get Lonzo Ball. Yeah. So your team, honestly, right now you guys are like off to a really hot hot start. You yeah. guys look really really good. Yeah. So you guys look like a top four team in the East to me. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, like they're very exciting to watch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Tell me, tell me, what do you think? Uh, where do you think the Bulls can take themselves this year? Yeah. Um, what pieces do you want to see added? Um, yeah. And uh, also, thank you for taking Derek Jones Jr. off of our plate. Oh <laughs> God, thank you. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, tell us, tell us about this year's Bulls. Yeah, so I mean, it's being a Bulls fan, especially the last 10 years of like going through Jimmy Butler, going through 2005, 16, 17, like those were rough years. Um, and then like the Bulls, again, were known for like, let's go after the Luol Dengs or like the low key players that like just play really hard and they'll give you good minutes to like Ryan Archie Diagono. Yeah, whoever that is. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I do know who that is. He was. He, yeah, he but it, you he better know who that is. He, he played your at, team uh, in wind shares a couple seasons ago. He. Uh, That's so sad. <laughs> what was his college? Where did he go to college? He won a championship. He went to Villanova. Villanova. Yep. He had the pass. Anyway. Yep. Um, so, so it's it's hard because the Bulls have never done something like this ever yeah. in the history of the Bulls. Um, like the last big go getter was was Dennis Rodman. Yeah, like that was like the bat. The, the that worked last. out. That was ha- that worked out halfway decent. Yeah, that was. Um, I think that was uh, that was a halfway decent um, pick. But so um, I think uh, Demar Derozan. We'll I guess we'll start there. I love Demar Derozan. I yes. always have since he's been in the league. I loved him. Um, I loved him. I loved him on the on the Raptors. I was so sad when he left. Um, so was, was Lowry. Oh, I know. I was so sad. Um, but I loved his play of like, you know, he's a he's a mid range shooter. He'll get to the hole. He'll play solid defense. Like I love players like that. Um, so it was like we got this guy and everybody. I think just a lot of people I talked to is like he's too old. Like he's not gonna. And I'm like, man, he just needs to be in the right system. Yeah, he needs to be in the right system, um, and so I I was a big fan right away. So I was like stoked, and then we got Ball, and I love Lonzo Ball. Um, yep, I I played not that I'm comparing myself to Lonzo Ball in any way, but I played a lot like Lonzo Ball in high school. 
Um, I was I terrible scored shooter. ten points a game. I was I was a terrible shooter, but I was I'm six two six three. I was the second tallest on our team, but I played point guard. Um, and so I I had ten ten points, ten assists, and ten rebounds. So I played the big man, but like defense and assists were my thing, like defense and rebounds. And Lonzo Ball, like he's that. He's the true point guard of. He can on any night drop twenty assists and twelve rebounds. Like that's who he's going to be. He, we don't need him to drop forty five points a game. Like we just need him to do what point guards, in my opinion, are meant to do. I love Steph Curry, love Dame Willard, but like to me, those aren't true point guards. Like I love a Cap. good true. Um, <laughs> I love a true like passing point guard and that that breed is 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 dying for sure but it's like I think it's such a need when you have a guy like Zach Levine mm-hmm. totally totally yeah um who he's going to be the Damian Lillard who he's going to be the Steph Curry um who on any given night is going to drop 25 plus um man you would have really then- liked Jarrett Jack I think you would have liked his style. I loved Jarrett Jarrett Jack, the bald dude, right? Yeah, yeah, the yep. bald dude, the bald yep. guy, baldy. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, number two, I think, right? Yeah, he was on a lot of teams. Some of them, he was number one. Yeah, I think he, he was just sat on the bench. The so you never saw his jersey number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, his warm up. I never saw him in the warm up. So, where do you think the Bulls are going to be this year? You think they're a top four team in the West? Next so, three years, can the they – Can they? oh, yeah, the East, my bad. So, okay, here's my, here's my two cents. I think the Bulls can finish the top two. I really do. <laughs> Wait. Right. Um, let, me, let me hear it. All right, I'll hear it. There's six and one. There's in also the, 82 games. I just want to remind 100%. you of that. <laughs> and, and, and four of the teams, five of the teams we played suck. Yeah. Um, so – don't get me wrong, they the, the schedule's been really easy, but the way they're playing, I've never seen a team in my life that I can remember that had – we picked up three – you know, in the last year and a half, we picked up four major free agents or trades, and we're – like, we're six and one in the NBA – after getting three brand new players that have a lot of minutes, like you don't see that often. I remember like the heat, remember when the heat got LeBron and uh, Chris Bosch, like they sucked at the beginning and everybody like, they're going to suck. They should get rid of Bosch. They should get rid of Wade. They need a point guard. Like everybody was freaking out. And like it, they just needed time. They needed time to get to know each other, play with each other. It just takes time. And, like, watching them already play so silky right now, like, what, what they're not missing a huge piece right now. And the East isn't super competitive. Um, I think with Kyrie not playing is, is huge um, for, for us. Um, but I, I'm not saying they will be a top two team, but I, I'm, I'm definitely saying with how they're playing right now of how they're gelling, there's no reason we couldn't be top two. And I think we have the talent. Um, but I don't, I think in the playoffs, we won't be great. Um, I, you know, I don't think, I don't think we can beat uh, the Blazers. No, that's a joke. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's so cap. Um, <laughs> I got one. I got one last question about the Blazers for you. Yeah. Two actually. So let's say 
everyone on Portland stays healthy, which is huge for us. Yeah. Where do you think we land in the West? And then my final question is, if we do have to trade Damian Lillard, would you want him? And what is the best trade you would offer? Oh, great question. Great question. Great question. Um, okay. So, man, that's tough. So, I, I, I'm a big, I'm a huge Tomcat fan. Like, I'm a big, Thanks, Tomcat buddy. is, is one of my heroes in life. I look up to him a lot of ways. So sweet. Um, and, and, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Ocean's Church. Shout out Ocean's. Um, I have. But it's, uh, I have it, not. It's, uh, it's a top three church in the West. Yeah. <laughs> top, not top, <laughs> not top two, though. It's not there yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, everybody's a Lakers fan. And so I loved like Tomcat having to deal with the Lakers and all of that jazz. And, yeah. um, you know, it's been jazz you guys have had a Yeah. F Utah, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, so where do I think the Blazers are going to be? Totally man, healthy. I would, I would love to see them be a, a top six team, seven. I don't see them doing any more than that. You don't think we can make it back to the Western Conference Finals? I don't think so. I think that's about all the time we have for today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, I think again. Okay, let's 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 pray and believe that they're going to stay healthy. Nice. Maybe a top. I don't know, man. Even four, like the Jazz, the Nuggets. Four is generous. Lakers. Um, Clips. What else we got? Like the Suns, the Clippers aren't – yeah, they're just a huge question mark. But, like – Can we just say that the Lakers look horrible? Can I just awful. say that real yeah. quick? Oh, they look, I love it. Like, I love like it. How, I love how, it. Like, guys, they're losing – I'm looking on the ESPN right now. They're losing to the Rockets. Like, these guys are – like, <laughs> like, Yo, Westbrook not... hasn't had a plus minus – like, a positive plus minus game except for one, and he was, like, and it plus, was plus six. Yeah, That's... plus four or six. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so, anyway, I love it. I love Damian it. Damian Lillard, you want him? What are you trading? Um, see, okay. Here, so here's going back. I don't know if you guys remember. Probably one of the biggest trade what ifs ever was Kobe Bryant to the Bulls. And I don't know if you remember what we wanted to trade, but it was Luol Deng, um, Joakim Noah. I forget, like two draft picks and then two other players for Kobe. That was it. Well, that makes Kobe. sense why it was a what if. Yeah. And it was like it was happening and Kobe said no. Um, good for Kobe. Um, good choice. And good for the Bulls. I don't think, I don't think the Bulls would have been good. We would have lost our whole team. And yeah. Like, yeah, Kobe's a superstar, 100%. but like we would have lost everybody. Like we, we sucked. Like, yeah. So, but. For Damian Lillard, I don't think if I'm the Blazers organization, I'm asking for everyone in draft picks. You know, I'm asking for Alonzo Ball. I'm asking for, uh, um, you know, Patrick Williams. I'm asking for uh, who's the I, I forget the the rookie we got this year. His name's like Ao. Yeah, like I'm asking him, and then two first round draft picks, and it's like I would decline that. <laughs> it's it's hard, like. Damian Lillard, man, like I love him. He's so good. But with just the NBA, uh, you know, 
Um, so the Bulls would just have to give up so much because the Blazers would for it. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we would have to trade three solid players and a couple of draft picks for a guy like Damian Lillard. Let's let's imagine in a perfect world that you guys just got draft picks and like a random player, and we kept our start starting five in Alex Caruso. It would be a it would be unbelievably incredible. It yeah. would be interesting to see him in Zach Levine, because um, Zach Levine I think would go go to a two or he would go to a three, and Damian would go to a two. Um, but like to have. Lonzo Ball, Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, um, uh, um, Vooch. Are, yeah, Vooch. Like, and then DeMar DeRozan, not counting Lonzo Ball, but any of those four can drop 20 any night. Any night. Totally. And it's like, if we added Damian Lillard and kept the starting five, I think we could possibly, depending, again, if, if it works perfectly, if Zach Levine and him vibe really well, then – I think we could be a title contending team, but we would have to lose so much. Yeah, that um, backcourt would get buckets, first of all. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Um, but I mean I love I would it love would, Damian Lillard. It would just be it would kind of be a lose lose for both sides. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, nothing would go forward, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, for sure. I I totally feel that. Unless the Blazers got a sick draft pick. Yeah, like that would be the only way anyone wins out of this um, trade. But yeah, would it be sweet to have him? A hundred percent. Honestly, not Dame would look good in a Bulls jersey. I, yeah, like you just got to keep him in red if he ever leaves. Yeah, um, I pray that he never does. But um, with and that, he said he said, he said he said he's not leaving. Yeah, I believe him. I believe him. With that, I'm gonna. I have a few uh, few things that I found digging up uh, in the Chicago Bulls history, a couple of trivia and some things that I thought was really, really interesting. And then yeah. I'm going to ask you a few questions, Luke, real quick, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up this, this episode. But um, some things about the Bulls that I didn't know that kind of blew my mind is uh, in the Bulls, in their very, very first season – of being a team, the Bulls managed to reach the playoffs, and they're the only team in history to ever do that, um, which is right. kind of wild. So their very, very first um, – their first season, they made it to the playoffs. That's so um, sweet. That's, crazy. that's crazy. Also, um, Luke might not know this guy's name, but we'll know him as a Blazer fan. Um, the Bulls actually in 1974 drafted Maurice Lucas. Bucket getter. Um, I found that pick. crazy interesting. Um, even just kind of looking through the Bulls' like draft history, like they they drafted fairly well. Um, like th- they did a really good job at picking picking people. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like 1999, they drafted Meta World Peace and Elton Brand. Yeah, um, I think that's crazy. Um, if if you want to giggle like a fourth grader, you can look up who they drafted in 1978, the 159th pick. I'm not even going to say it so I don't get bleeped out on this episode. But uh, Google Google the 1978, uh, 1978 draft, go down to the eighth round and see who Chicago picked. Um, I'll just keep moving on, though. Um, this, is, this is an interesting fact. If, 
Um, they have never lost a finals, but they've never reached one before 91 and after 98. Yeah. So they've never lost in the finals, but um, they haven't been Thanks, to Michael one Jordan. in a while. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. Even in uh, the Bulls logo itself is actually, it was designed to have blood on the horns, which is kind of rad. Um, That's super sweet. dope. The that logo that. has has never changed. It's actually the only NBA team that's never introduced any major changes to their logos. That's the most Chicago thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, we'll just stick with this for the for the next hundred years. Um, and then this was quite interesting to me. I I didn't know this, but when when uh when the team flipped a coin for the first pick, nineteen seventy nine NBA draft, they lost. And so they got the second pick, and they picked David Greenwood. And if they would have won that coin flip, they would have gotten Magic Johnson. No way. How Did crazy is that? Because back in, back in that time, they literally just flipped a coin for who's going to be first. Yeah, and that's why we don't have Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And so... Basically, yeah, like, if y'all would have got heads... Or Larry Bird. Bro, um, how uh, crazy would have that been? That uh, you got... What would have that looked like if y'all drafted Magic Johnson in the 80s? Here, here's the thing. No Michael Jordan, so it's not worth it. We wouldn't have got MJ. Uh, Facts. Sp- spoken like a true Bulls fan. Um, for sure. Like, I mean, Magic, you're great, but you're not, you're not a top... You're not a top five player of all time, in my opinion. Um, We're going to have to have you return for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's spicy. Uh, uh, that is that is a, that's a super hot take. But spicy meatball. Listen, uh, listen. MJ, Scalabrini, Alex Caruso. Top three. Boom, boom, boom. That's no, Mount Rushmore, dude. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. Um, yeah, you got to throw Korver in there, bro. Um, okay. Reddick. Sorry. All right. I'm done. Just a few more. Just a few more questions for you, uh, Luke, and then we're gonna let you go. First off, I think I probably know this. The answer to this, but should Derrick Rose's number be retired in Chicago? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Is there any um, other numbers you think should be retired? I would love to see Joakim Noah. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I would love that. I think I think he deserves it as a player. Yeah. Um, in the sense of what he did for the city. Of man, everybody loves him. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. They, be, uh, I, go ahead. My bad. No. I, yeah. So I'm, I, it would be sweet to see. I don't think they will, especially Joakim. But yeah. I think Derrick Rose for sure, for sure deserves it. Um, no one should ever wear number one ever on the on the Bulls again. I agree. Should they hang Joakim Noah's sideways to represent how? Much spin he put on that ball. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Stupid. I was actually surprised. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was looking through the numbers that they retired, and I was kind of surprised they didn't retire Rodman's. Now I understand all of this stuff, but like that's but he a only guy played that, like three seasons. It's just that's the guy that I think is almost synonymous. You yeah, know? I, I think but you I have to retire it, bro. I, I, don't know. I get it. I totally get it to, on, on both sides. But um, anyway, uh, let's see. Luke, name your favorite Bulls player who isn't like an all-star big name. Yeah, I would say I love Ronnie Brewer. 
<laughs> yeah. I loved Ronnie Brewer, and I loved um, this. He's a big-name player, but he wasn't great on the Bulls, but I loved Richard Hamilton. Oh, um, Red! We love, loved, we love Rip. Um, yeah, we do. Loved do. him. Um, and then I'm trying to think who's another good um, – probably Ben, Gor- ben Gordon. Yeah. He's probably Fuck my it. favorite. Um, he was just in a podcast that I listened to just a little bit. Um, he was like, if I was in the league today, I'd drop 25 points a game easy, no doubt. And I, I think he maybe it? could have. Maybe. I don't, I yeah. don't know. I think he would have been better because he yeah. just had a great shot. That was – he was just a pure shooter. So probably Ben for Gordon's sure. my definite. No love for Nate Robinson? Uh, not really. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, I feel you. Um, um, how about uh, any – so any player Derrick Rose. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I totally get it. Once Derrick Rose goes down and you get a new point guard, you're instantly gonna yeah. hate that guy. Like yeah. um with that, is is there any player on like from the Bulls that you just couldn't stand? You kind of talked about Boozer. Was Boozer. there anyone else? Boozer. <laughs> just... I couldn't stand Boozer, man. <laughs> yeah. Give me another I... name in the NBA that you hated. Didn't have yeah. to be on the Bulls, Outs- just yeah, like you hated them. That. I mean, LeBron James, for sure. I didn't like Kobe. Sorry, Kobe. I love you. Rest in peace. Um, I, I mean, but I couldn't you, stand Kobe. You're a super Kobe. fan. Yeah. Like... Super. I, lo- I mean, I respected his game, but I couldn't stand him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who's a player I just couldn't stand? You know who, who – Joakim Noah was definitely one of the most hated players, and I loved the fact that he was hated. That yeah. made me love him even more. Um, yeah. Did was, you like Luis Scola? No, I hated his hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just like wow, welcome to the family. Me. Yeah. Welcome to the Point no. Nine podcast. I'm trying to. I'm, oh man. He's, yeah, I couldn't stand He's top him. of the list for me, bro. Um, bucket getter. Do you like? <laughs> do you like Raymond Felton? So I. Uh, oh, I don't like how long this pause l- was. L- um, so, <laughs> do I like him as a player? No, but um, when I got two K eleven, I was drafted <laughs> by the New York Knicks, Knicks, and it was me and Raymond Felton. Um, and I dropped like 55 points a game and he dropped like three and we won every game. And so <laughs> I, I liked him because of that, but no, I didn't really like him as a player. <laughs> okay. It was I just like, what, like three points and three points and 20 assists because you asked him to pass yeah. you the ball. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, um well, I'm that's good. You, you definitely passed that test. Passed the ball, but he couldn't pass his physical. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, um fat ass. Is, is there a uh, – uh, we obviously really don't like Raymond Felton on this podcast um, because of just what he did to Portland. Um, what he did to Portland. Yeah. Um, name name a team in the league that you just can't stand. Lakers. Nice. Can't stand I, the I, Lakers. I – I, um, the Lakers and then who else? Who's another team that just bothers me? Sounds like the Pacers were on that list. I love PG. I love PG on, on the Blazers. I was a big – I was rooting for them when yeah. uh, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat. I was rooting for them so hard. One of the nastiest dunks. That was oh, yeah. wild. On Birdman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that was incredible. Um, the Knicks, I don't like the Knicks. 
They don't like um, the Knicks. <laughs> <They don't, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. I feel like there's one more team that I just can't. The think. Jazz, the Thunders, I, I mm. Rockets. I hate the freaking Rockets, dude. So does, um, um with that yeah, you can go. Uh, I'll just, I'll you, just can go. you can go. <laughs> Sorry, you can go on. You can go to the yeah, next question. Um I will say this, I forgot to mention this. I actually saw in, in the draft classes of, of Chicago, they drafted a guy named Jameson Curry, um, the least the least known Curry. Um, and he, Jameson Curry, actually holds a NBA record. Oh, I, um, oh no! He holds the record for the shortest NBA career, yeah. which is five seconds long. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was drafted by the Bulls, just went, just was a D League player, uh, and then just kept playing. Like went through there. Then they, he was dropped by the Bulls, then drafted by the Clippers, signed for a ten day contract. They put him in in a random game. He played literally for five seconds. He, he, he matched up against Rondo. Rondo sidestepped him and then just laid up to the cup. They put him back on the bench, and then he never played in the NBA ever again. Poor guy. So I want to give him a shout-out. We love you, Jameson. <laughs> if, you're, if you're there, um, if you just got off your shift at Burger King, we're, we're thankful for <laughs> what you did to the game. Uh, lastly, my guy, Luke, you're building a bull starting five, but you can't have Michael Pippen or Rose. Give, give me your starting five. Michael Pippen. All right. I got to write that down. Michael. You, you can't have MJ Pippen or D Rose. Rose. Um, <laughs> so I'm going Jimmy Butler. Um, Jimmy Butler. Luol Dang. Um, Joakim Noah, Derek Rose. No, sorry, I just couldn't. I couldn't help it. Um, but so, yeah, um, Joakim Noah. Uh, I forget his name, but he was uh, his numbers retired. He's number five. It's like uh, um, Ron he, Harvard. He, he had a huge fro. It, no, <laughs> <Ron> <laughs> <Harvard>. <laughs> um, what's Artist Gilmore? I think. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, Artist Gilmore is probably my five. Joakim's four. Dang will be three. Jimmy will be two. And then point guard. Captain Kirk. I, can I go Lonzo Ball? Can I go? Sure. Yeah. I, I go Lonzo Ball. Honestly, surprised Rodman didn't make the list. And then uh, your head coach of that should be Maurice Cheeks because he's your <laughs> assistant right now. Yeah. Um, coach would be out. Uh, he was the 80, 87 to 89 coach. I just love how excited he got when they won. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Whatever his face is. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That video yeah. of him like, kissing Michael Jordan. Yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> Doug Collins. Um, Doug Collins. But um, anyway, Luke, do you have anything else to say while, before we wrap it up? Um, man, I'm uh, – I'm, I, I love I, – I just want to say for all of you, I'm guessing a lot of Portland Blazers fans listen to this. I'm a so lot. thankful. I'm so thankful for all of you guys. You make the NBA a better place. Oh. Don't change teams. Don't bandwagon. Um, your team will win in the next 100 years. Um, 
I will like the Cubs. give you a whoa, 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 whoa. We're thinking <laughs> of basketball, man. Don't, don't you dare. We won, okay? 2016. We don't have to win for another 107 years, 108 years. Um, but yeah, keep keep pushing through the pain. Enjoy Damian Lillard. I pray and hope he stays. And I pray and hope they get a bunch of really good free agents this year. But um, I'm so thankful for, especially like when I moved, I lived in California for two years and there's people that like, like the Lakers just cause, and I'm like, man, that's just so annoying. Like I love the bulls through 2014 when we sucked and 2018. And when I couldn't name the starting five, like I loved them through that. Um, but I love the Blazers so much and I hope they win so many titles in the next 10 years. So do we. I mean, the max we can do is 10. Yeah. Um, so with that, so obviously, <laughs> we, we truly want to thank Luke for, for being a guest on Point Nine Podcast. We're so thankful for him to jump on and talk about his bowls. But, uh, well, until next game time, may the spirit of 77 be with you always. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Point Nine Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to stay up to date on all episodes. And if you like the show, please share it with your friends. It's our desire to create a community for fans of the league to interact, discuss, and share. So help us keep the conversations going on Instagram and Facebook at Point Nine Podcast. Until next time.